Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. On Palm Sunday, Jesus is celebrated, and everyone there is hoping that he will ensure a better tomorrow for each of the people. He had fed 5,000, he healed people, and he raised Lazarus from the dead. Everyone thought, this is the perfect leader. There can be no greater person than he. And everyone thought that he would give them exactly what they wanted. Then he began to teach. Jesus rebuked the money changers in the temple while overturning their tables. He makes the religious leaders look like fools when they question him on every turn. He teaches that the people should love their enemies as they love themselves. And he continually keeps talking about his cross and that all the people who follow him would have to take up their crosses as well. His teaching was not what the people wanted to hear. And by Wednesday, only three days later, the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to arrest him by stealth and kill him. Moreover, one of Jesus' own followers who had been with him from the beginning, Judas, decided that he had enough of Jesus' teaching as well. He went to the chief priests in order to betray him to them, and when they heard it, they were glad, and they promised to give him money. And from that point on, Judas sought an opportunity to betray him. What happened from Sunday to Wednesday, it's still going on today. Everyone loves the idea of Jesus. He is fondly seen by us and all the world as someone who teaches us how to love others and accept everyone. And one, and, but when one listens, uh, when one listens, he is one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, he is somebody who listens to us. And in prayer, he gives us everything that we need to accomplish our goals in this life. People from all walks of life agree that Jesus was a good, loving man. But when we really hear him teach, we begin to turn on him and we want him silenced. For when he teaches God's righteousness and God's righteous law and shows us that we are poor, miserable sinners that need to confess our sin and die to it, we stand up against him and we say, I am not poor, I am not miserable, I'm not a sinner. And when he says that we need to be forgiven, we say, I'm just fine the way I am. And when he tells us to love our enemies, we tell him, this, that is so unreasonable. You have no idea how I've been hurt. 
And when he tells us that we are not independent like we think we are, he tells us that we are fully dependent on him for life, breath, and all things that we have. And when we hear this, we want to rise up against him and declare, I am perfect just the way I am, thank you. There is a part of each one of us, and it's not just people outside of this room. Each one of us has a part inside of us that does not want to hear about our weakness, about our need for Jesus. We want to be our own gods, and no one can tell us what, that we shouldn't have something that we want. There is something in every sinful man that wants to silence Jesus, to kill him. Meanwhile, while all the world and our sinful natures seek to get rid of Jesus, he gives us his body and he pours out his blood for you. On Wednesday, the plot to kill Jesus was well on its way. Jesus could have retreated. He could have called down heaven's angels to defend him. And with one little word, he could have destroyed all the people that wanted him destroyed. But there was something he had to do. He had to give his body and pour out his blood for his disciples. So Thursday evening, he called the twelve together for a meal, including Judas, who was key to the plot in killing him. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread. And after blessing it, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take. This is my body. In a divine communion with the bread he broke, Jesus gave his disciples his very body to eat. They would later on deny him and reject him. And yet he says, take, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them. And he said to them, this is my blood of the diatheke, which is poured out for many. And the Greek word diatheke means testament or covenant. Jesus was giving his last will and testament in less than 24 hours, he would die. And he gave his disciples all that he had, his very life blood. While all the world and his disciples sought to get rid of Jesus, he gives his body and pours out his blood for them. We are gathered here tonight in this upper room, just off the campus of our beloved Purdue University. We live in an imperfect world that wants to declare its independence from the Jesus it so desperately needs. Our world and our very own sinful natures 
do not want to hear that we are sinners, that we need to love our enemies, that we are dependent, and we don't want to hear that we will be judged on the last day. No, the world and our very own sinful natures want to rise up against statements like that. They want to get rid of Jesus. Yet this very evening, while all the world outside and our very own sinful natures inside seek to get rid of him, he gives his body and pours out his blood for you. He gives you what you need the most. And as the church, we submit to him, confessing our sins and receiving his gift of forgiveness that comes from his fully divine and fully human body and blood. And by his body and blood that flows from his sacrificial death on the cross, we have something that we could have never earned on our own. Peace with God the Father. And something begins to be born in us that we hadn't known before. Love for our fellow man. He is so good to you. He gives you the medicine you need even in the midst of our plots to get rid of him. May Jesus' body and blood make your broken spirit whole. May his life transform your life into a life of love for your neighbor. A life that confesses the light of Jesus even when all the world would snuff it out. And may people see your good works that flow from Jesus' body and life-giving blood and come to know him by faith that they too would be saved just as you are. And now the peace that surpasses all understanding Guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.